1: they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Corks 96 FM. We are inundated with people uh, complaining about the delays in getting their passport, the randomness of it all. The fact that some people can get a passport back in two days and other people are still wondering three months later what's going on, what paperwork do they want, why haven't I got the passport when everything was in order. And I was sitting here the other day talking to Pat Dawson of the Travel Agents Association. Pat was recommending that anybody whose passport might be about to expire this spring or this summer should go about renewing it now because there's all sorts of crazy delays in the system officially passport office says allow eight to ten weeks for a paper-based passport online you can have it in a few working days but it's just it's just gone crazy, and the travel industry is up in arms about it, joined by Owen Corrie of Air and Travel Magazine. Owen, oh, the industry up in, up in arms about it, because come the summertime, you could have thousands of people with without valid passports who've got holidays booked. Good morning.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, good morning to you. It is a nightmare. Um, you know, the scene in Home Alone where they count the children on the way to the airport, it's a case of counting the children's passports, taking them all out and finding somebody's expired. Um, there's a couple of things that are going to help us a little bit. I'll go into that. Um, first of all, there used to be a three-year expiry on a child's passport. That's been up to five years. The second thing, and it's more related to what you said there, that uh, the paper based application um, paper based applications really are new passport uh, applications they uh, anything relating for instance to a newborn child very very important you move early on that and one of the things they've done to help that is that in the um, in the support documentation you need for your new baby, it used to involve sending in the parents' passports yeah. as the support documentation. They're now accepting photocopies. One of the problems that was arising uh, before Christmas was that the child's passport would arrive back and the support documentation, which included the parents' documentation, was a little bit of delay on that. So you ended up with this nightmare scenario where your new passport had arrived and the existing passport wasn't in your hand. But uh, there's a myriad, there's a whole complex uh, range of problems there. And the passport office have been hiring, they've hired 300 extra people Uh, to try and get through this. Pat Dawson, very sound advice, uh, very sound uh, Cork cork man, who gives very, very good advice on travel. Uh, Absolutely, move early, jump early. Don't wait till close to the event. Check the passports now. Most people, um, the adult passports uh, are easier to manage than the child passports. Check every family member.
1: Mm. Yeah, like... If supposing my passport is due to expire in in July and I want to go on holidays in July, like, they don't mind receiving an application now, do they?
0: No, not at all. And, you know, the way way it used to work was um, January and February were very low months for passport applications. And then madness would happen June, July. And you could almost track it from year to year. You know, when there was a big event like the Euros in France or... Uh, the Poland, Ukraine, Euros, there would be a plethora of guys who really don't travel that much, who'd all decide, you know, with two weeks to go that they needed a passport. So you get these little spikes that related to major sporting events and things like that. Mm. Now, the COVID spike is uh, a very interesting one because nobody, uh, a lot of people haven't traveled for 23 months. So they're um, just beginning to look... Uh, they just let passports go. So instead of having uh, a, a group of January passports out of date and then a group of February, we now have 23 accumulated months of them. Uh, and a lot of people yeah. running back to get them all. You could end up with a situation. It's, it's there are COVID spikes all over the place, by the way. There are COVID spikes in the weddings business and things like that, you know, where mm. uh, you've got a, a year's supply. Yeah. all being demanded in a very short no. period of time. and That's what the passport office are dealing with.
1: The travel industry, Owen, like aviation, uh, spoke up about the whole unfairness of the COVID situation and they made their case very loudly. How long is it before the travel, the travel industry starts turning on the Department of Foreign Affairs and says, get your act together, lads?
0: They have been doing that. They had a meeting, uh, the travel agent, Irish travel agents association with Pat, Pat Dawson, the CEO, um, had a meeting, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, they're talking about getting things like offices open, um, because the face-to-face contact is more or less gone, as it is in most aspects of our lives from the passport, um, business about several years now since they stopped uh, people going into the office to make the application face-to-face um it, 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 online works when all your paper is in order and the system is operating smoothly yeah. when it stops operating smoothly face-to-face is good mm-hmm. but there is very little facility and there's no way of the passport office returning of, of turning on the top quickly to get face-to-face applications and people coming in with their yeah. passports and there they're charging an for it too system
1: Sorry? And they're charging for the appointment. And
0: they charge it, but they, 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 there is an emergency system. It's basically uh, three days to go, you find somebody, the child's passport and out of date. You go in and you get it, but it wasn't built for COVID.
1: Yeah. Like, I know of a lot of people who've listened to the program here now, very concerned, Owen, particularly young mums who who want to bring children away on their first holiday. And, and like... Children of two, getting a first passport, you explained it is getting a first passport for a child was always a nightmare. It's even more of a nightmare now.
0: It's a very important legal document. I mean, passports, the Irish passport is one of the most valuable in the world. I think it's the third most valuable passport in the world. We get into more countries visa-free than the British do, for instance, or most of the, almost any other country. So, you know, getting a passport isn't just a, a matter of filling a form and turning up in the office and getting it. So they, there has, there's all sorts of legal implications for us. And if we start taking any shortcut with that. Our reputation, which is squeaky clean around the world, people love the Irish passport, the face lights up, they smile when they see it, Uh, you know across a
1: very safe safe document
0: It's a very safe document. You go across borders in Africa where other European countries with a colonial pastor have all sorts of restrictions put on them. Once you say Ireland, they all... So it's really important we keep that reputation so they can't drop the standard Mm. The problem is not caused by the the restrictions. But if you look at
1: the way that when we had to run a very complex operation like setting up a vaccine program a lot of stuff was outsourced and we got the re involved in all of that like could that be done to to ease the backlog
0: oh, of course you can outsource all sorts, all aspects of the process but at some stage a human being has to intervene uh, with the legal knowledge to say this is an authentic application and, uh, the, the, you know, this, is a very, this, is, this valuable document has been given out to somebody who, uh, who is not going to abuse it. Yeah. And, uh, you, you know, you might say, okay, uh, children aren't going to be criminals or drug dealers, no. but uh, the process still, the, the legal process that's in place is in there for a very good reason. Yeah. And it's been very good for the reputation of Ireland internationally so, so, and the so, reputation of our passport internationally. Yeah.
1: So I'm thinking in terms of a young mum young parents with two children who want to go on their first trip to, for argument's sake, Santa Panza in, in the summertime, and, and they book their flights and they book their accommodation, but they need to get passports for the children to to make sure that it goes through as quickly as it can. What should they do? How important is it to have everything ready and double-checked?
0: There's no, sh- there's no shortcut. It's jump early. It's the only solution now. There is um, something, you know. Th- as I said, some people were waiting for PPS numbers for a newborn baby, and it's not just uh, Santa Pons. It's also the reconnection of grandmothers and oh, parents. I know, I'm, just, and be, I'm
1: just using that as a very simple yeah, example. No,
0: no, I'm not. I mean, sorry, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Santa Pons, but anyway, the um, the, it, 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 the PPS number isn't required. Don't you don't need to wait for the PPS number? But there's still a time lag still a delay and the big frustration as you alluded to in your intro is the randomness of us people waiting three months and somebody else waiting two days mm. um, and and there is another problem which they might be able to address that once you're in the system you cannot apply for an emergency appointment that was put in um i think to clear emergency for emergencies but quite clearly this is an unusual situation And uh, if uh, if that's something that Simon Coveney could do uh, at the stroke of a pen is uh, say, okay, if you're in the system, you can still apply for an emergency appointment. I think when you're, most people accept there's going to be a backlog, there's going to be a rush, there's going to be a sort of a, 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 a real a, a spike in passport applications, but when there's bureaucratic bureaucratic uh, impositions put in, or uh, hurdles put in uh, on top of the problem, mm. that's when people get really frustrated, as well as you said, as you said, the randomness of the system.
1: Yeah. I, I asked Pat Dawson this the other day, and he wasn't sure, maybe you know. Um, I'll
0: try, anyway, yeah. Is sure. there
1: yeah. a an actual printing press in the Cork office?
0: The printing of the passport, as far as I know, is done by one of these major secure places, uh, in uh, uh near dublin i don't know think there is a printing press in cork and um, it's a, it's the the printing process would be used uh, by uh, sports ticket people uh, all of those sort of things everywhere where there's qr codes and barcodes and identity checks an yeah. involved process and uh, there aren't that many of them in the country
1: because one would think that particularly for the say, the south of ireland to be so much easier if we could process Munster passports for example and get them all printed in Cork to be so much easier.
0: You have, a, you have you have something to run with there. I'm not absolutely certain that there isn't one, but I yeah. would be, think it's highly unlikely. I,
1: I, I used to think there was one. I remember covering it at one point when the passport office opened down there, but I don't know for certain. Here's a simple one: I'm applying for my youngest son. It's a nightmare. Why don't they assign a PPS number at birth? Some countries you don't need it. You, you, don't, don't, need it. you don't need it for the passport. You
0: do not wait. Need to wait for the PPS number. That's really really important, and uh, that's one of the things that's that's happened. Okay. Two things, and I repeat them: DPS number not required to to apply for the newborn baby. And second is the support documentation. They'll take a passport of the a photocopy of the parents' passport because uh, parents' passports will be caught up in the system as well as the child.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it copper fastens the identification process though this is the this is the um the, the complaint that people are making also even if you do a child's passport online you must still print off the form to bring it to the Garda station to be signed yes apparently guard the stations don't have passport forms anymore
0: I would be surprised at that um I it's not it's probably before COVID. I was last in the garden the station picking up a passport form. But uh, it could be the case that they've stopped doing that.
1: Yeah. yeah, we can
0: I, I'm, not, I'm not up to speed on that. Maybe, it's we,
1: maybe we could place a call to Anglis History Station and then maybe yeah. they tell us in the public office whether they have passport expiring in July, traveling to Spain in June. Are we in trouble?
0: Uh, no, Spain is okay. There are countries that need, you need six months um, before the expiry of the passport. Uh, a good, uh, a notable holiday example would be Turkey. Uh, but uh, there is, if you check on the DFA website through their, the different countries that have different policies, but Spain is not one of them. If your passport uh, is, is valid on your return, the date of your return flight, you're fine.
1: Okay. Okay. Even if it were to expire within a few days of your return flight, you are
0: okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a the six months. Um, the, the, there's a sort of a six month period that some countries require, but uh, Spain is not one of them. But well, I, th-
1: I think the very clear advice, Owen, from yourself and indeed from Pat, jump early, jump early. Go now, get your and make sure. And I guess make sure you have all of your ducks in a row before you do anything.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not a, a simple process, you know. They, one of the big things is they allowed, and it was a huge move at the time. They allowed you to upload your own photographs, yeah, taken at home. Now, uh, the biggest cause for rejection of passport applications mm. is that pa- uh, photograph. It's complicated. You, you know, we, we all get the thing you don't smile and yeah. your head has to, to fit into the little egg mm. on the uh, paper. But a lot of them are rejected. Yeah. Is, um, is, there an there
1: is, is there an app that you can put on your phone to actually there, there are loads
0: of people. There are loads of people telling you they'll do it for money. But there's also on the DFA website a list of official photographers that they work with. And the official photographer is not. It, it has. I have come across cases where the official photograph has been rejected as well, because these things happen. But uh, working with the official photographer will make sure, it will get you um, almost guaranteed that it will be accepted.
1: Okay. All right. Owen, thanks very much. The, oh,
0: great pleasure. Thank the, you.
1: Cheers. The advice: go early if you think there's any doubt about a passport go early if you have a youngster a smallie that you want to take on their first holiday and it's july or it's august go now get the stuff together now get everything together now and get the paperwork in because it is even when everything is everything is together it's all delayed Uh, here's when we got in we got this this is quite long so i'll um i'll read it and it's a, it's a situation that you'd hate to find somebody in. I'd love if you could highlight the issue of people out of the country trying to get passports. My brother just needs a letter so he can go to the Irish embassy in London to get a passport. Bit of background. My brother came to stay with me a few years back in England after our mother died. He was finding things tough at the time He decided to stay with us and his stuff expired. So we now have to do the application from scratch. Sent everything in in July last and got an email to say he needed picture ID. That too wasn't in date, but he can't get it without a passport. He can't travel home to get a new driving license because he has no passport or ID. We sent off loads more stuff they wanted in October and the application hasn't moved since. We can't go to the Irish Embassy in London because we need a letter. We seem to be stuck in a situation of no passport without ID or no ID without passport. I'd be grateful if anyone who's been in this situation can guide us with what to do. Quartz ninety six FM
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.